Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Daniel and joining alongside me is the one, the only, Shabazz. Hi, Shabazz. Hey, man. How are you doing? I am doing great. How about you? You know, just another day in Toronto. Oh, Toronto. I noticed you didn't pronounce that second T. No, no, no. If you're from here, you don't see that second T. No, you. hold on. What accent is that, though? Are you from I, here? I, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure. You know, this is the accent of Toronto we're are, speaking right here. I, uh, you're, what, what is happening right now? <laughs> this, is the, this is the Queen Street accent, I believe. Oh, sorry. I thought you say this is the, the Queen's accent. I don't <laughs> think the Queen sounds like that at all, either. I haven't man. heard her talk before, so I'm not too sure what she sounds like. I'm doing great because we got to talk about a really amazing amazing movie today and not just that we get to talk about this amazing movie with the people who made it mm-hmm. that's pretty cool right yeah the movie we'll be talking about today is turning red joining us on the movie podcast today is director domi Shi, who also is an academy award winner for the short film bow which we loved here on the movie podcast we did also joining us is producer Lindsay collins and the voice of priya maitri ramakrishnan Joining us on the show from Mississauga. Yeah. So she's a, she's a local girl, as is Domishi. Yeah. Shay, how are you feeling about Turning Red? We dropped our review this week yep. on the movie podcast feed. We loved it. How is it sitting with you now? You know what? I, I can't wait to watch it again. That's how excited I am. I want to show my family. I want to show everybody this movie because it was so good. It was so fun to watch. And I think, you know, people from here, from Toronto, they'll be able to relate to it so well um so i'm very very excited for that before we get to our interviews i just want to remind you as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes and all the latest movies and series make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox leave us a review on apple podcasts spotify join our discord and write into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. you can check out our show notes for all of those links and more some quick announcements we do have our spoiler free review of turning red out right now so make sure you go listen to myself Anthony and Shabazz talk about how much we love this film and just how we really do think it's one of Pixar's best films ever. You could also catch our spoiler-free review of The Batman on the movie podcast feed right now. So if you want to hear our thoughts, go check it out. We will be having our spoiler-filled discussion out on the movie podcast feed very, very soon. It may already be out because we're playing some time traveling right now. But look out for that because you won't want to miss it. There's lots more coming to the movie podcast feed this week. Shay, anything else you want to add before we dive into our interviews? No, I'm just super grateful for Disney for letting us, you know, have a conversation with these fine individuals and how they're shaping the animation world, really. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for Disney Canada for inviting us to talk to them. Like we always say, we love talking to the people, to the humans who make the movies and shows that we love. Uh, so we never take this for granted. Let's dive into our first interview with Maitri Ramakrishnan. Hi, Maitri. I'm Daniel. Hi. How's it going? Good. How about yourself? Good, good. Can't complain. That's good. Uh, I would hope not with this, such a great movie that you guys are about to release. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Uh, again, like I said, I, we love this movie and you give such a fun performance in it. Uh, how did it feel for you not only to be joining the Pixar family, but also be joining the pics the first Pixar film that's set in Toronto, like a feature length film in Toronto. It is absolutely wild. Honestly, hearing you just say like you're joining the Pixar family yeah. sort of just took me out for a second because I was like, oh right. Yeah. 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 This is you. this is it. This is the yeah. Pixar family. And I get to do it in, you know, my own like home. That's amazing. I love it. I love it so much. 
That's awesome. Uh, and like I said, Turning Red showcases Toronto in animated form like we've never seen before. Uh, I'm curious, uh, if this film was to take place in Mississauga, what are three locations in Mississauga that you would need to make sure are in the film? I mean, okay, obviously over half the movie is going to be shot in square one. Yeah, of course. Okay? Because Natural. that's what people do in one of the biggest suburbs out there. Mississauga is just one big suburb. Mm -hmm. um, there could be some side shots and like meetups at like a local 7-Eleven. I think okay. that's pretty, pretty accurate, you know, yeah. pretty, pretty solid. Um, and what else? Where else would I want it to be? Probably on the sidewalk, because <laughs> yet again, this is Mississauga. Okay. Yeah. It's square one or bust. Square one or bust. <laughs> or the car ride to square one. Okay. Or, you know, the Mississauga bus transit system to mm -hmm. square one. That could be a good moving shot. That's that's a whole movie. Right direct there. That, so. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll, we'll pass that along to Domi. Maybe in a sequel, we'll see that more. Um, <laughs> something I love so much in this movie as well, too, is just how genuine you know, the love between like May and Priya and Miriam and Abby are like, and how protective they are for one another. Um, was there, I'm just curious, like with you growing up, was there ever a concert or an event that you and your friends had to fight to get to something that you wanted to make a PowerPoint presentation to your parents to let you go to? Um, I don't know if like I ever had to do like a PowerPoint presentation and plead for it, but there was actually one thing that I did do with my friends where I can't remember what it was for, but like Lily Singh had something going on at like Dundas Square and mm -hmm. we all really wanted to see her. This is like, you know, her good old Superwoman YouTube days, like that peak of, yeah. oh my God, who is this like amazing <laughs> like, comic her. here. And I don't even remember how, but I remember it was, it was definitely me like dropping the seed to my mom being like, hey, like, yeah, so this thing's going on downtown and like my friends are going though. So like, you know, there's a bunch of us and it was definitely a lot of that of like, so like, can I go or, yeah, and like, we took like the go there. bus down there. Yeah. We felt mm -hmm. really like adult. It's fun. Cause you, you like, as kids, like we always would say like, yeah, everyone else is going. So it would only be me that would yeah. be out if I'm not going, you know? And come on, that can't happen. It can't. No, you can't do that. Uh, there's there's so much love for Toronto in this movie, and obviously one of one of my favorite moments is just in May's house. We see like the Timbits on her table, and it, it's such a small thing. But I was just curious, like what's what's your what's your Tim Hortons order? Want to make? This oh my god, was my Tim Hortons order? Yeah, um, a white hot chocolate with a chai tea bag inside. Mm -hmm. Um, it like changes up the flavor, and then an everything bagel toasted with herb and garlic cream cheese. Gotcha. I love uh, how fast you said that because, like, you you have that, that experience of just like throwing it out of the drive-through. Because or... that's how fast you gotta say it. That's how fast you gotta. Do, that's how fast you gotta go. Okay, we got we got things to do, and you know what? Get yeah. the person's order behind you because that's the right thing to do. Pay it forward, always. Uh, exactly. what are you most excited? This movie is dropping this Friday on Disney Plus. It's going to be in front of hundreds of millions of people. What are you most excited for audiences to see in this film? I mean, I'm just so excited for them to just see, you know, a really amazing, heartwarming story. You know, it's so many firsts. It's like, you know, the first Pixar movie that's set in Canada, but also the first Asian-led Pixar movie, which is yep. also absolutely amazing. But it's such a funny, hilarious story that really any of us can really relate to. And mm -hmm. you can get a laugh out of it, whether it's one or like five laughs. Definitely. That's still a laugh, and that's pretty cool. So I'm mean, just excited about that. 
Awesome. And working with Domi, she obviously she is, you know, she's from Toronto as well, too. Uh, what was it like working with her on this film? She is just the best. I absolutely love her direction so much. And just she's a great person to collaborate with. I like never once felt like, oh, my God, like I feel so awkward doing this. Ah, she is like disappointed in me. No, she was just so encouraging. And that really helped, you know, because it was my first voice acting gig and right. it was a whole new just platform for me. So she was super kind and just understanding and honestly, really, really a delight to work with. Awesome. And again, thank you so much for your time, Atria. I'm so excited for audiences to see you in this film and to see this film on Disney Plus this Friday. Uh, congrats to you and the entire team. And we can't wait to see what you do next. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. And now our interview with Domi Shi and Lindsay Collins. Domi and Lindsay, my name is Daniel. Hi. And I'm Shabazz. Uh, we're so honored to be able to talk with you today. And I just wanted to start off by saying that we absolutely love this movie. And we're so excited for audiences to watch it this Friday. Uh, question for both of you. Growing up in the late 90s and early 2000s, going to a concert felt like such like a rite of passage. I'm curious for both of you, was there a concert or events that you felt like there was a before this and an after this? <laughs> uh, not for me because I didn't get to go to any concerts. <laughs> I feel like making this movie was kind of like me fulfilling my my 13-year-old uh, dreams and, and, and wishes. But I, I do remember like being so envious of, of kids at school who'd come back from like a Backstreet Boys concert, NC concert, and they'd be like decked out in the merch and they'd have like a glow about them. And I would just think, wow, they're like, they're like adults now. Women. When, they're, they're like women now. Like, yeah. I wonder what happened there. And, you know, I imagine it. Mine was Madonna. Nice. Love it. I saw Madonna in concert and I was like, oh. Woman, now I should not have been allowed to come see this concert. <laughs> well, how old were you? I think I was like, I don't know, I think I was like 13 or 14. Nice. I think I was like, oh, I don't think my parents understood what was going to happen at this concert, or they would not have let me come. I dig it. Uh, now, Domi, Toronto is uh, famous for not playing itself in movies and TV, and we really loved how authentically Canadian in Toronto this movie felt and looked. Did you have to do some convincing to have it set there, or was it like from the get go, you're like, yeah, it's Toronto? From the get-go, it was mm -hmm. Toronto, um, and I think uh, people were excited to put it on the big... I, I was really excited to to set this movie in Toronto and really showcase like like the diversity and and and, and the color of, of of the of the city. Um, yeah, and in yeah in in the streets and like the the schools and her in May's uh, best friend group. Um, and it's yeah, it's like, it's like you said, you never really see it as itself in movies, and this was just another way to really make the film feel specific and, and unique. I was saying, I don't think she'd be allowed back in to Toronto <laughs> if she didn't set it here after <laughs> bow. I think everybody been like, what? <laughs> Very true. Now the diversity in Toronto, there's, there's, there's such a specific detail. Were you happy that you were able to kind of get all of what makes Toronto Toronto in the movie? Yeah. That was yeah. Great. That was, yeah. I'm really proud of the crowds. Uh, team for that because actually like it's hard to do like variation in characters uh in animation is just very very hard to do and i think um you know when you watch the movie uh you really feel like the like the inhabitants like the background characters mm -hmm. uh, like may and her friends like they all feel like they're from toronto and we were able to capture a lot of that diversity that you see um on the streets and that that wasn't uh, an easy job to do <laughs> I think our character budget was like higher than any recent film for that reason. Oh, yeah. I think it was, 
yeah, we invested a lot in that. <laughs> yeah, it was so uh, yeah, so cool seeing like like seeing the Sky Dome or even just like seeing the CN Tower. I think Canadians get very excited. And we're very proud, especially in Toronto, when we when we see those type of things. You know, I know you mentioned in the press conference that this movie, you know, it it is it's about you, but it's also like you just mentioned. There's things in it that you know may gets to kind of have some wish fulfillment for, on your end. You know, why was now the right time to tell the story for at Pixar? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, back in 2017, when Pixar approached me to pitch um, three ideas for a feature film, like I knew that I I, I, I had to do a coming of age story because I just I absolutely love that that genre. And I really wanted to make kind of a movie for that 13 year old me who was going through like big changes in my body and fight, fights with my mom just as kind of like a, a something to let kids like that who are going through that know that like it's okay and it's normal mm-hmm. and that and that you will you will survive and everyone goes goes through it um i just felt like at the time and even now like there aren't a lot of stories that kind of deal specifically with with puberty with girl puberty and like how messy it is also like in terms of like that in relationship with with their mom too yeah um Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much both for taking the time to talk with us today on the movie podcast. Before we finish up, just want to ask you both, what is your go-to karaoke track from the early 2000s? Oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, uh, Kiss <laughs> by Prince. Oh, love oh. it. Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Oh, really also Toronto as well. Yes, 2002. No, mine. I don't oh, think yours. mine is. I think mine's like 90s. But anyway, yes, that's mine. <laughs> I don't do it well, by the way. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. Again. Guys, thank you so much for your time and all the best with the rest of the press tour. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. And we're back. How did that feel, Shay? It was amazing. They were all so sweet, so much fun to talk to. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk to Maitri, but I know that we, we wrote some great questions for her. And hearing all about the Tim's orders and what we'd love to see from Mississauga, if there was like a turning red set here in this city, uh, was really cool. What would turning red be called if it took place in Mississauga? Uh, man's red. Man's red? Man's is red. Man's left on red. Man's, <laughs> <laughs> man's left on red. That's what it is. That's, that's good. We should, we that's should pitch Domi version, that yeah. next, next time uh, she's on the show. Yeah, man's left on you red. You know what? I think we should have asked her why she didn't throw in one. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. yeah she I should mean, have thrown one in there. Maybe. Maybe maybe there were too many in pictures. Like, yeah, yeah this, this is like, we don't this, mean. this is too regional of a dialect <laughs> for, for us to have on this, uh, yeah, on this movie. No one's going to watch this movie now. No, they're not. They're not. Yeah. Uh, again, th- this is awesome. Like, this, uh, this is our first interview for a Pixar film. And I know for you, Shay, one of the first things when we became friends, if you remember back um, in the biblical times when we first met each other, um, we did bond over our love of Pixar. Yes. And I remember us always kind of like hunting the Blu-rays for Pixar movies as they were coming out, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. it's just it's just so surreal to now be able to talk to the people who made these films. And when you look at, again, Pixar needs no introduction. But when you look at their body of work, it's 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 pretty unreal when you when you see the films that they've they've created the films that have literally direct lines to our souls and yep. to our love of movies. Um, it's it's awesome, and we're so thankful again. Thank you so much to Disney Canada for inviting us to talk to uh, Domi, to Lindsay, and to Matri because uh, this was awesome. And hopefully, we'll be able to bring some more interviews to you guys very very soon. Thank you so much for listening to this very special episode of the Movie Podcast. Don't forget. 
You can catch a brand new episode of our show every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure to follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show. Hello at themoviepodcast.ca. You can check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Make sure you listen to our spoiler-free review of Turning Red right now on the Movie Podcast feed. That was this time with The Movie Podcast, and we'll see you next. Thank you.